Just make sure you have the scriptures. Amen. Amen. And we're going to get ready to go into the word of the Lord this morning. And if you're keeping a journal or if we're going to label SoundCloud, we're going to talk about Jesus has become. We're going to talk about Jesus has become. Amen. What he is to us. Amen. And I know one of our favorites is he's everything. I know, I know that's one of our favorites. He's everything to us. Amen? Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We're going to use for a foundational scripture this morning. We want to go to 1 Corinthians. Amen. We want you to go to chapter 1. Amen. And we want you to get verse 30. 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 30, when you get it, say amen. Oh, no, no, no. I don't even know if you in the house outside the door there. All right, let's try this again. 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 30. Amen. Thank you. It sounds more like you're in the house. <laughs> amen. Amen. So from January to May. The Lord has had us talking about his completed work. And we are learning so much about the Lord's completed work and us being in it. I'm not going to ask you to stand, but just repeat after me. 2023, 2023. the year of living, year of living. In, the in the completed work of Jesus Christ. His redemption and salvation, completed. The powers of darkness and the devil, defeated. The Lord Jesus Christ's power to supply all of my needs, established. Say in 2023, is completed, defeated. And established in my life, in my home, in my church, and my children's lives. Amen. Thank you, Lord. And so we're learning more and more from the scriptures just how completed this work is. And so this morning is no different. Amen. First Corinthians chapter one, verse 30 and 31 says, but of him are ye in Christ Jesus who of God is made unto us wisdom and righteousness and sanctification and redemption, that according as it is written, he that glorieth, let him glory in the Lord. So we see that it is God that has made Jesus Christ wisdom unto us. I want you to put your hand on your heart. I want you to make this personal this morning. Say, Jesus you are my wisdom. You are my righteousness. You are my sanctification. You are my redemption. So we see that our names are not in this scripture. It does not say that we are our own wisdom, that we are our own righteousness, that we are our own sanctification 
that we are our own redemption. But it is who? Jesus Christ. That's why we praise him. That's why we glorify him, magnify him. That's why we honor him. That's why we live for him. Because he's what? Our everything. Say that. Say, Jesus, Jesus. is my everything. So he, he's the wisdom of God as the way of salvation. You want to find a wise person, then you find someone who has taken on Jesus Christ as their salvation. That's a wise person. Amen. Through faith in him, we are regarded as righteous by a holy God. That is the only way that God is going to see us righteous is through Jesus Christ. I like this part. In ourselves, in ourselves, we have nothing, nothing in the way of personal holiness. But in him, we are positionally sanctified and holy. Say, so he done set me up. When you accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, he positioned you as sanctified. He positioned you as holy to start down a path for the process of holiness and sanctification. Somebody say that sanctification and holiness will take me a lifetime. I am positioned and sanctified. I am positioned and holy, but then I have to allow for the process and allow the Holy Spirit of Christ to begin to minister to me to take this off. Don't do this. Don't say that. Don't go here. Why? Because it does not honor God. Somebody say it doesn't honor God. Hey, yes, Lord. All right. All right. It doesn't honor him. It doesn't honor the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. By his power, we are transformed by his power. Say that with me. Say, by the power of the Lord Jesus Christ, I've been transformed and I'm going from one degree of sanctification to another. You say, why are you, why, are you, why are you ministering to us like this? Because we have too many people in the body of Christ who are afraid of those words. They are afraid of sanctification. They are afraid of the word holiness. They are afraid of holy. But, but I'm here to tell you, when you came up and said the sinner's prayer, you were sanctified then. When, when, watch this now, positionally. When you came up and did the sinner's prayer and you were baptized in Jesus' name, you then were positionally made what? Holy. But it's your will that you got to get out the way and say, Lord, here I am. Now begin the process of sanctifying me and causing me to be holy. Too many people are afraid of those words. They, I don't, I don't want to go to no holiness church. Honey, every church ought to be holy. I don't, I don't want to go to no sanctified church. Honey, every church ought to be sanctified. Do you not understand what the word means? Holiness and sanctification is not a long dress. It's not a man's tie choking him. Holiness and sanctification means I'm set apart unto the Lord. 
He, it means he took me out of the world system and placed me into his kingdom system. And his kingdom system has laws. It's all in that Bible that you hold. Those are the constitutional laws of the kingdom of the Lord. That's what it means. It's nothing to be afraid of. And then you're not alone. You're not going to do the work. Can we finish? Amen. Hey, all right, I feel you. I feel you relaxing now. Because at first you were grabbing your bags, ready to run out to church. Now that preacher go talking about holiness and sanctification. Calm down. It's not dependent on you. It's not dependent on me. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Can somebody say that for me? Thank you, Jesus. Say it's by his power that I go from one degree of sanctification and holiness to another. Yeah, shout out. Hey, all right, don't worry about it. I'm just my cup overflowing. See? Oh, yeah. When my cup overflows, see, I go to speaking in them tongues. So it's all right. Don't run out to church. <laughs> go to Hebrews 10 and 10. Hebrews 10. And 10. Look at your neighbor. Say, I came for the word. And that's what I'm getting. Hebrews 10 and 10 says, by the which will, by the which will, we are sanctified through the offering of the body of Jesus Christ once and for all. Did, did you, is that in your Bible? So he doesn't have to go and redo it. We just need to stay in our positional place and continue the path of process. Amen. Verse 14 says, for by one offering, <laughs> he had perfected forever them that are sanctified. So basically, if you stay in your position of sanctification and holiness, guess what? He says you've been perfected. How long? How long? Forever, people. Don't get off the path. We're going to talk about a few things. Just hold on a minute. We're laying a foundation. Is that all right? Redemption has a final stage. What is it, Pastor? It is when the Lord will come and take us home to be with himself. And when we shall be redeemed, then spirit, soul, and body. Say, right now, my spirit saved. Say, right now, my soul is being renewed through the word of God. Say in the church and at home, I am to allow and to read the word of God. And then the body, then the body. That's that, that's that, that's that new body, all right? Jesus came to destroy the works of the devil. That's what, that's what he came to do. He came, somebody say he came to do it. Say, so just stay in your position. Say, he already did it. You just got to take your stand and let that devil know, I already know what Jesus has done for me. I already know what he's done. You just trying to get me off the position of it and off the path and process of it, but I won't let you do it. Say, I don't care what happens. 
I won't turn loose. First John 3 and 8. My, my, my. Thank you, Father. Look what it says. It says, now, don't run out the church. Give me a minute to give you the word. Amen. First John 3 and 8 says, he that committed sin is of the devil. For the devil sinneth from the beginning. For this purpose, for this purpose, the Son of God was manifested that he might destroy the works of the devil. Is that in your Bible? Mm-hmm. Whosoever is born of God does not commit sin. Now listen to me now. For his seed remained in him, and he cannot sin because he is born of God. Is, is that in your Bible? All right. We're talking about 1 John 3 and 8. And it says Jesus came to destroy the works of the devil. But it also says he that commits. You need to write this down. The word commit means practice. There's a difference in mistakes, pressure, and practicing. All right? It says he who practices sin is of the devil because the devil has been sinning a continuous, characteristic behavior from the beginning. And his children follow him. Now, when people hear that, Oh, you're a child of the devil. Oh, that's a child of the devil. Did the devil, cre did the devil birth them into the world? No. How in the world do you become a child of the devil? There is no birth connection with the children of the devil. A person becomes a child of the devil by imitating, by imitating the devil's behavior. Mm, We're learning. Wait a minute. So therefore... If I continue to practice, commit means to practice. If I continue to practice sin, whatever's unright, that is called imitating the devil. So just from imitation, I am labeled mm, as a child of the devil. What did, wait a minute, I'll help you. Oh, yes. What did Jesus say? He says, by their fruit. You're going to know them. So I don't care how I walk around and I say, see, that's why a long dress don't mean nothing. <laughs> that's why, oh, uh, don't wear red. That don't mean nothing. It is the behavior. It is what I'm imitating. It's what I'm acting out. And if I could continue to act that out and practice that for long periods of time, something ain't right. Oh, I, I went to school. I'm sorry. Let me get professional. Something is not right. Jesus said, you're going to know them by their fruit. An apple tree does not produce lemons. There's no way that you're going to convince me that this, you, you told me this was an apple tree. You told me you planted apple seeds, and yet you're going to tell me this is a lemon tree. Then an apple show up, and you're going to still try to tell me it's a, it's a lemon. No, 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 I'm no fool. I got two eyes. 
two ears, one mouth. I know that's an apple tree because it's producing what? Apples. I know you're saved because I see what you are producing. What you are producing. What you are habitually doing. Guess what, though? That's not even on your own. Hold on. Come on. That's, that's not on your own. Yes, Lord. Somebody say, I don't practice sin. I'm led of the Holy Spirit to practice righteousness. The new birth is only for those who want to become children of God. This is how the works of the devil are destroyed. When we are born again, you remember it talked about that seed? Remember it says, whosoever in verse 9, whosoever is born of God did not commit sin for his seed remained in him. Here it is. We talked about it. The seed of the new nature of Christ, the new life, is called the new gene. Say, I got a new gene as salvation. And it is the seed of the nature of Jesus Christ. And that's called re Regeneration. Regeneration. We were given a new heart and a new nature through the new gene. The Holy Spirit of God gave us a new nature of Christ at salvation. This new gene or seed remains in us to help us live for God. Look at your neighbor and say, you got help, you got help, you got help. <laughs> Touch three people say, you got help, you got help, you got help. Say, so you're not going to live this on your own. Say, because we can't. Say, it's not even in us. Say, it never have been. Since we were born into sin and got the nature of Adam. Say, it's not in us except through the new birth. Let that sink in. Everybody afraid. Oh, I'm so afraid of the word holiness. I'm so afraid of the word sanctification. I don't want to go to no holy church. I don't want to go to no sanctified church. And I'm sure by now you're asking yourself, is this a sanctified church? <laughs> Did you fool me up in here? <laughs> the word says every church ought to be sanctified. Because it's by the spirit of God. Somebody said, we got help. Ooh, thank you, Jesus, for the help. Thank you for the help. Thank you for the help. And I know what you're saying. Then what is wrong with all those people then, Pastor, who go to church and yet they continue to habitually sin? They continually to imitate the devil. Well, here it is. Those who practice sin, those who commit sin, those who practice sin do not allow. Do not allow the nature of God to control their lives. Oh, so that's the problem. We got disobedient called so-called Christians. They got the new nature. Somebody say it's the Holy Ghost. 
They got the new nature. It's, it's with them. What did Jesus say? You're going to know the Holy Ghost. You're going to know the spirit of truth because he's going to be with you and in you. Now, you know, we've been doing the teaching. So no sense of you sitting there talking about, well, the Holy Ghost not with me. Yes, he is. Did you, get, did you go through the sinner's prayer? Amen. Did you feel led or drawn to give your life to Christ? Uh-huh. The Bible says, Jesus said, no man coming to the Father but by me. That drawing that you felt was the Holy Spirit of Christ. And then at the time that you stood up and went through the sinner's prayer, it was the Holy Spirit who did and was doing a miraculous work in you, creating a new nature and a new heart so that the Spirit of Christ could come and live in that new nature. It's in there. You just got to start listening for his voice. Oh, the Holy Ghost talks? The Holy Ghost will talk. Well, what are he going to say? He going to tell you what's right. He going to tell you what's wrong. When you ugly up your face, he going to say, you know you're wrong for that. Straighten your face out. When you go to say something ugly towards somebody, the Holy Ghost going to yank you. He going to say, mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. That's the Holy Ghost talking to you. Not something. Not something. Not goosebumps. It's the Holy Ghost. And we need to obey him. That is the power of God to help us live this sanctified and holy life. Amen. That's the power to help us stay separated from the world system. Amen. That's the power. When he say don't lie, don't lie. Amen. When he say turn right, turn right. Amen. When he say be sweet, be sweet. When he say hold your tongue, hold your tongue. Amen. When he say read your word, read your word. When he said you need to go pray today, get off that telephone, tell him you can't go down to the mall today. <laughs> Obey. Amen. When he said it's time to go to church, get up. Can we go on? Thank you, Jesus. Say, I'm not alone. Say, I have the Holy Spirit of Christ to help me. Go to Romans 8. Come on, let's go, babies. Romans 8. This is good for us. Amen. I said the word is good for us. Amen. See, you, you can reject the Holy Spirit leading for so long till he'll bag off. I said he'll bag up. Amen. You can reject him for so long and keep doing it your way. You're not Frank Sinatra. How much you did it your way? The Bible says there's a way that's seeming right unto a man and a woman, but the end of that is destruction. So guess what? Eventually, something's going to be destroyed. Something's going to be lost as you keep doing it your way. And I don't know who lied to you, but the devil. Oh, living a Christian life is boring. No, it's not. No, it's not. Living a Christian life is not boring. It is very exciting. Oh, Lord, help us up in here. Help us up in here because we got help. Stop scaring people. Sit down and teach the people. Stop scaring them and let them know you don't have to be afraid of holiness and sanctification. You got something going on when you give your life to Christ. A new nature is given to you right then and there. 
years from now. You just got to learn how to be led by the spirit of God. But here's a real issue. Some of us just ignore the Holy Ghost or we call ourselves as we say, child, I'm going to lay my Holy Ghost down. Really? I'm going to lay my Holy Ghost down so I can cuss you out. Really? Really? Now, Holy Ghost, you stay here because I'm going to the club. Really? Really? <laughs> Holy Ghost, you stay right over there now because I'm going to be me. Really? That's bad. We're supposed to follow the new nature. We're supposed to obey. The Bible says for as many as are led by the spirit of God, they are the sons of God. For as many as are led by the spirit of God, they are the sons of God. So now we know the difference between who's a son and a daughter and who is not. It's those that are being led. And sometimes what God asks you to do, no, all the time you don't want to do it. But you know that if you obey the Lord, obedience is better than sacrifice. Oh, Lord, help us up in here. I feel the spirit up in here. I say, I feel the spirit of the Lord up in here. And it's heavy up in here. Because God is calling out a people that's going to obey him. God looking for a people that's going to do what he asked them to do. Because then not only will he give you the message of what to do, he'll give you the strength to do it. And it all comes through the Holy Ghost. Turn on my shot. That's why the Bible said, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Say, I can do it. Say, I can do it. Say, that's not even of my own. Say, the Holy Ghost going to help me. Yeah. He's shining, keep shining, keep shining. Yeah. Oh, yes. Keep shining, keep shining. Romans 8, verse 10 says, And if Christ be in you, there it is, then the body is dead because of sin, but the spirit is life because of righteousness. So, so what, what, what the apostle Paul is telling us is that before you got the spirit of Christ, the body was dead because of sin. That's exactly what he's telling you. That dirt, that dirt was dead because of sin. Then when the spirit of life came, it brought in what? Righteousness. And it gives you what? Life. So the only reason any of us are living today is because of the spirit of righteousness. Do you see what I'm saying? It all go back to Jesus. Somebody say it all. Go back to Jesus. It says in the 11th verse, but if the spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwell in you, say it dwells in me, say it's in my heart, say and it's not the heart that's pumping blood, say it's the core of me that's been cleaned up by the Holy Ghost, that's where God is dwelling and he brought in righteousness. He brought in a new nature, a new gene. He says, 
but, but if, if the spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwell in you, he that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal bodies by the spirit. There it is. That dwelleth in you. Quicken means to make alive. It means to make alive. It means to make alive. So you were dead in trespasses and sin, but after you got saved, uh, the Holy Ghost came and lived in you. Now, see, I felt that. So now you want to know, okay, wait a minute, Pastor. So what is this about this speaking in tongues then? <laughs> That's the overflow. The Holy Ghost has a part in our salvation. Let's go back. He has a part in drawing us to Christ, in drawing us to God. He has a part in drawing us. He has a part in our salvation where he literally comes to live in that new spirit. Okay. But then there's a part in there where he wants to possess everything. That's the overflow. You should go on and get the overflow. Don't be afraid to get the overflow. It's in the Bible. Because Jesus said, after that the Holy Ghost has come, you shall receive power. Then you can be a witness unto me. What does the word witness mean? See, a witness means you were there when things that Jesus did, you were there. But we know we weren't. The disciples were, but we weren't. But he said, when the Holy Ghost come, after that you're going to get power then you can witness for me. Why? Because the Holy Ghost has been with Jesus since the beginning. He knows all about Jesus. So therefore, he's in us to witness to everything that Jesus has done. And that's when you become a witness. Find for me. It's called the overflow. Healing and I'm healing in the higher. It's called the overflow. You need the overflow. He's shining, keep shining. What is speaking in tongues? It's a heavenly language. It's a heavenly language. It's over in 1 Corinthians. The Lord said, he that speaketh in an unknown tongue did not speak unto man, but he speaks unto God. And how be it, he speaks mysteries in the spirit. But then it also goes on to say, pray that you can interpret and there, there is a place in there where you grow in the Lord from the word, from the word. It's going to take the word either way. Yeah. 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 Novels will not get it. Reading novels and all these crazy books, it won't get it. You're going to have to stay in the word. And as you stay in the word, guess what it's going to do? You're feeding the inner man. You're feeding the inner man. What did Jesus say? What did the father say? He said, uh, man does not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. Man does not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. Man does not live by bread alone you feed this dirt but you got to start taking time to feed your inner man yeah we feed this dirt and we feed it good steak and potatoes we search out the finest restaurants for this dirt but we got to feed the inner man because the more you feed the inner man, then it begins to grow. 
Hey, come high, Anna. Come on high. Come on high. See, you notice every time I speak in tongues, I'm saying something afterwards. That's interpretation. But that didn't come overnight. That came from studying the word, studying the word, being under the word, under the word, under the word, studying the word, and and, ah, and not going to church. Come on, you're going to get a call, and you're going to get a call, and you're going to get a husband, and you're going to get a wife, and you're going to get diamonds. The devil is a lie. God, God has no problem in blessing us. The problem is we got to grow spiritually. Matter of fact, we're more blessed now than we ever have been. I said we're more blessed now. You got more now than you've ever had. I'm sorry. Let me slow it down. You have more now. Not more. Lord, help me. You have more now than you ever had. You got more. Yes, you do. We got more now than we've ever had. But we got to get concerned about our spiritual growth. And the only way the spirit is going to grow, man does not live by bread alone, but by every word, every word, every word, every word, every word, every word. The more you grow, then the more your spiritual ears are open to the leading of God in your spirit. And when God speaks, you say, I know that's God. How do I know that's God? Because he's only going to say what his word says. The spirit of God is not going to say stupid stuff, dumb stuff. You say, how do you know that? Because Psalms 23 He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. The spirit of God is always going to lead me in a path of righteousness for his name's sake. And I hear God saying, you know he's talking to you. But you think God is like that equipment override, override. You know how we do. When we want something to happen, we override what's really being said. God is not technology. You just can't go around overriding him. Because after a while, he's going to step back. Keep overriding him. Keep pushing that button. That's not what I want to hear. That's not what I want to hear. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. Okay. (laughs) Okay. 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 Help me, Father. Help me preach your word. Help me preach your word. The Holy Spirit of Christ is life because of the gene of righteousness. And you got it. If you went through the sinner's prayer and you've been baptized in Jesus' name, you got it. You need to start obeying it. You need to get in your word. Uh Uh-huh. Look at Romans 8 and 12. Therefore, brethren and sistering, 
We are debtors, debtors, not to the flesh, to live after the flesh. For if you live after the flesh, you're going to die. Something going to die out. I said something going to die. You're going to lose something. But if you through the, uh-oh, I like this. But if you through the spirit, can we talk about it? But if you through the spirit do modify the deeds of the body, then you're going to live. It says, if you through the Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit, which is called the enablement, the power of the Holy Ghost, do modify the deeds of the body. Watch this. To modify the deeds of the body means to subdue by self-denial or discipline. Ooh, I like that. Man, y'all looking at me like, what? Yeah. God said, we got to do something with ourselves. Because if you keep going the way you're going, you're going to lose. And I can go home and go to bed because the word said it. I didn't say it. You're going to lose something. If you keep going the way you're going, well, say, what you talking about? Following your flesh. Doing what the appetites of your flesh say do. And not obeying the new nature in you. Not obeying the Holy Ghost in you. The Holy Spirit in you. You're going to lose something. But he says, this is how you modify it. First of all, you got the enablement. Well, what's the enablement? The new gene. The Holy Spirit. He says, now what you do, you live a life of discipline and subduing your flesh. When the Holy Ghost speaks to me and says, don't say that, don't go there, don't think that, oh, that was a wrong thought, then I'm to step in with the power of the Holy Spirit and take authority over that thought, that action, that deed, and speak death to it in Jesus' name. I'm to bind it in Jesus' name, the influence of it from working against my spirit, soul, and body. Should Jesus bear the cross alone and all the world go free? No, there's a cross for everybody. You say, well, what's my cross? Discipline, Amen. subduing, Amen. obedience. Amen. I don't care if you don't like it. <laughs> you don't know what they did. Uh, I know what Jesus is saying. I know you better come on up. Uh-oh, there it is again. I know you better come up. And I know some things that God say is hard to swallow, but I had to swallow some hard pills. I had to love when I didn't understand. I had to love when I was being mistreated. I had to love when I was being rejected and talked about and lied on. Hey, I didn't like it. <laughs> yes, oh, ba 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 ba. And I had to give a paper of dismissal. You said, what you talking about? I dismiss my feelings. I dismiss hate. I dismiss I can't be around you. I had to let it all go for the sake of obedience to Christ. And don't ever think that what you went through is painful, more painful than somebody else going through something. You're not the only one going through something. You're not the only one that's been through something. 
Don't ever think that you can't let it go with the help of the Holy, the power of the Holy Ghost. Uh, 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 oh Lord, I'm gonna preach to the Holy Ghost. Loose me. I said, I'm gonna preach to the Holy Ghost. Loose me. I said, when he loose me, then I'm gonna loose you. Shine for me, Anna. Shine for me. Shine. I got to do it through the spirit. Is that in your Bible? Amen. Romans 8, 13. For if you live after the flesh, you should die. But if you through the spirit, if you through the Holy Spirit, the spirit of God, modify the deeds of the body, then you're going to live. If you through the power of the spirit, the enablement of the Holy Spirit, subdue by self-denial or discipline. Man, you got some work to do. And I got some news for you, baby. Oh, I don't know what I'm doing now. <laughs> I got some news for you. It's not the pastor's job to bring you into discipline. So you can sit there all day long at your address. I'm waiting on Pastor Ann. Where she at? Or oh, the Holy Ghost waiting on you. The Holy Ghost waiting on you to do something with yourself, with your negative attitude. Everyone is subjected to change. You can never say that someone will never change. Do you know that? I said, do you know that? See, that's called judging. And the Bible says he didn't make you a judge nor me. God is the judge. Amen. See, judging is when you say they'll never be saved. They're going to always be this. They're going straight to hell. They lost. Ah, nah, yeah, yeah. You judging people. God said, I didn't make you a judge. <laughs> Anybody is subject to change. Everybody is given an opportunity to change. And what God says to us is this, don't you be a part of them not changing. See, your old nasty attitude and your old unforgiveness can create an atmosphere where people don't want to change. You don't want to be a part of that. That is not a Christian. Amen. I said, that's not a Christian. Amen. I'm going home now. I feel it. It's all right. I felt you. I'm going home in just a minute. I got my keys ready. And the 14th verse says, Romans 8, 14, for as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. I want, I want, to, I want to say something. Don't despise the way. I want to say something to my children. Don't ever despise the way. That's what's happening in the world today. That's what's happening in your so-called sophisticated churches. They despise the way. You say, what is the way, pastor? It's the old path. It never goes out of style. Don't despise it. 
holiness, sanctification, righteousness, because God's still a holy God. Don't ever despise the old way. The speaking in tongues, the receiving of the Holy Spirit. Now, it's true. We don't have to get on the altar now and just tarry, tarry, tarry. The Holy Spirit is already here. All we have to do is be ready. That is true. But don't despise the old way. Let me tell you why. Because it's what got us here. It's the old way that's got us where we are. It's the old way that, that got us out of poverty. It's the old way that got us out of going from not enough to more than enough. Too many people are despising the old way. The old path. <laughs> oh, that's, that's old. We don't do it like that no more. Well, when did God change? When did Jesus change? Hello? When I listen to the news and I see everything that's going on, all these young people carrying guns, if you look at them wrong, they're ready to shoot you. When I see all the sin in the world, when I see everything that's going on in America, huh? I said, Lord, I'm thankful that every Sunday my children came to church. They didn't have a vote because, see, we started when they were young. They knew Saturday we're getting ready for service. Hello, and I don't care if they got older. You can go out if you want to and stay all night. Sunday morning, you getting your sit down up. We kept them under the word. So now, the Bible says, train up a child in the way that they should go. And when they are old, they will not depart from it. The way. The way. Shine for me, Anna. So now that they're grown and overly grown, oh, I got to go to church. Oh, I need to be praying. I need to seek the Lord. They praying for me. But it's because they've been trained. They go to self-discipline. See, and watch this. Setting the standard. They got to see you living it. They got to see you mean business with it. They got to see you love it. They got to see it working in your life. I can't, I can't leave today without finishing it with this. I cannot. Because this was the, the, the rhema. Go, go, go to Jeremiah 6. I can't leave because God told me, he said, tell them. He said, tell your children, tell the people, don't despise the old way. It's why you are where you are. Don't tell that lie. How, how you get where you are? How you get so blessed? How you get this? How you, uh, five perks in a poem. That's a lie. I follow 21 steps to, 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 to money. That's a lie. You might have got some 21 steps, but it was after you got in the old way. It's after you built on the solid foundation. Don't let, don't let it go. A hundred years from now, don't let it go. Don't let them fool you. You baptize in Jesus' name. You let them know they got to get the Holy Ghost. Yes, the Holy Ghost with you, in you, around you, but he want to overflow. So you can walk in some power and be a witness for God. 
You baptize in Jesus' name. You preach in Jesus' name. Hello. The Holy Ghost come in Jesus' name. Holiness is still right. Holiness is not a long dress. Holiness is not you can't wear makeup. Holiness is being separated out of this world system. The system that is against God. I got to talk to you now because I don't know. I know what I'm believing God for, but I don't know. And I got up this morning. He said, the Lord said, don't you leave out of there this morning without telling your children and the congregation, stop. Don't let them cause you to despise and hate the old way. Heal it now. Heal it up. Heal it up. Heal it up, Anna. Go ahead on and heal it up. Yes, Lord. Jeremiah 6. Verse 16. Thus saith the Lord, stand ye in the ways and see and ask for the old paths. Where is the good way? And walk therein and you shall find rest for your souls. But they said we will not walk therein. Also I sent watchmen over you saying hearken to the sound of the trumpet. But they said we would not hearken. You know what the Bible said? The Lord said, lift up your voice like a trumpet. Show my people their transgression. Isn't that what it say? Uh-huh. He says, therefore, hear ye nations and know, O congregation, what is among them. Hear, O earth, behold, behold, evil go come upon those people, even the fruit of their thoughts, because they have not hearkened unto my words, nor to my law, but rejected it. It's not popular anymore. You don't hear too many preachers preaching like this. I'm telling you, you don't. Because <laughs> they done ran on. They said, we got something new now. When did God change? When did he change? He says, I'm the same yesterday, today, and forever. He improves on what he got, but he don't change it. He don't change what he want. Yeah, yeah, I see. He calling it up. <laughs> it's still, he's still looking for a holy life. Holiness is still right. Baptism in Jesus' name for the remission of our sins is still right. Some churches don't even baptize anymore. They said we don't need that part no more. When did Jesus change? Even Jesus got baptized. He said, John. Let us do this. John said, I don't need to baptize you. Jesus said, wait a minute. You're doing it so we can fulfill all righteousness so people will know this is right. This is right. Don't despise it. You where you are because of it. You got what you got because of it. You continue to build on it and build on it and build on it and build on it. And if you get around people that you can't talk about it, keep your mouth shut. Let them stay where they are. But you don't despise it and you don't let it go. Shine for me. He said, come on in. (laughs) Come on in, Anna. I got you. Yes, Lord. I got you. I got you. Go to Proverbs 22. What time is it? Yeah, we soon to close. Proverbs 22. But I'm going to finish it out the way he told me to. This is what he told me to do. Praying, praying at your house and having an altar in your house is still right. 
What is an altar, pastor? It's the place, your private place, where you go pray and talk to the Lord. Reading your Bible is still the right thing to do at your house. And the Ten Commandments are just as real today as they were in the Old Testament. Ask me how I know. Because the Ten Commandments are all throughout the New Testament. Don't let them fool you. They done took prayer out to school. They done took the Ten Commandments down. You better keep it up in your heart and in your home. That's why it's called your house. H-O-U-S-E. Your grounds. Yeah, Lord. Proverbs. Come on, come on. I got to go. Yeah, Lord. Yeah. Proverbs 22. It is. Proverbs 22 and 6. It says, train up a child in the way he should go or she. And when he is old, she or he is old, they will not depart from it. Is that in your Bible? I said, train them while they're young. Don't be waiting till they get 50-something years old trying to break the sap. Uh-uh. Train them while they're young. Train them in the belly. Every one of my children, every one of our children, what I'm just saying, was they were, they were trained in the belly. And then when they even small, little toddlers, they went to the prayer meetings. Huh? I didn't hide it from them. They knew what falling out in the spirit was. They knew what laying of hands was. They knew what the Holy Ghost was. They knew what the word, because it wasn't hid from them. They weren't in the back, in the back, uh, get all the children and just put them over there because the parents want to be free. The devil is alive. They was around the leg. They was around the ankle. They was in the belly. You can read the word to your child at home. He said, train them. Notice what he said now. Don't miss it. He said, train up a child in the way. In the way. Well, what's the way? Jesus is the way. He said, ask for the old path. Ask for the good way. Well, what's the way? Jesus is the way. And notice what the Bible says. We just read. That was the first scripture we read. God has made Jesus unto us sanctification, righteousness, wisdom, Holiness, isn't that what it said? It's the way. It's the way. And if they bring their children to me, you, we taking y'all over to the granny, and now she might talk about the way. She might have Jesus on. Oh, daddy. Oh, mama. Oh, what about Jesus? Shut up. You're going to hear about Jesus. Some more. <laughs> Some more. You're going to hear about Jesus some more. Proverbs 12. Come on, we're closing it out. Proverbs 12. Stay in the way. Stay in the old path. Because the world is ever changing. But God remains the same. His word remains the same. Stay with the old way. Keep you a King James Bible. Matter of fact, go buy you some more. Put them in every room. Make sure you keep, get all the study helps you want, but you better keep a King James Bible in your home. Proverbs 12, 15. It says, the way of a fool is right in his own eyes, but he that hearkeneth unto counsel is wise. Is that in your Bible? Somebody said, don't be a fool. Listen to the counsel of the word of God. 
Verse 28. In the way of righteousness is life, and in the pathway therefore thereof there is no death. Do you see that? Do you know, just by us staying up under the word, you know it's keeping us alive, don't you? You know it's protecting us, don't you? I say it's shielding and protecting us. These folks shooting in malls. These people shooting anywhere. They just doing drive-by shooting, mall shootings, grocery store shooting. You don't know where folk going to be shooting at. Oh, old saints used to say, take the Lord God with you everywhere you go. You're going to need him. You're going to need him everywhere you go. And you can't tell me this is not true today. You're going to need him at the grocery store. You're going to need him in the church. You're going to need him at your house, in your neighborhood, at your children's school, at your workplace. I said, you're going to need him. Don't be a fool. Don't be a fool. Go to Proverbs 23. We finishing up. We're going to finish like he told us. Proverbs 23. Verse 10. And the word of the Lord says, remove not the old landmark. And enter not into the fields of the fatherless. You know what that means? Fathers represent the authority. Remove not the old landmark and enter not into the fields of where there is no authority. There's too much disrespect today in America for authority. Too much disrespect. You might not like the president, but you're still supposed to respect You might not like the drunk on the street, but they even deserve respect. That's a crying shame how that Marine killed that homeless man. Why did somebody try to talk to him? Where are the counselors at? What has happened to all the, there used to be counselors for mental health. Where are they? Where you could talk a person into calm down, let's get you off the train. But everybody ready to jump on somebody, put them in a chokehold till they dead. world is so angry church don't you be a fool do not despise the old path it's what got you where you are it's it, 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 and God told me he said not only did it get you where you are it's what's going to take you where you're going Amen. I, I go around plenty of 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 professional people I don't that don't mean I'm jumping up in the chairs and speaking into the Bible says it's a hidden treasure. They don't have to know my business. Now, if you want to know, I will share my Jesus with you. But if you don't want to know my Jesus, okay. <laughs> and for me, Anna. <laughs> blessings. You need to give us a class on blessings. You need to get yourself right. I'm finna go. You don't need no class on blessings. God will bless you over and above.
until it's running out your ears. <laughs> Thank you, Father. And the church say. Amen. And the church say. Amen. Saints, stretch your hands.